Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back here to another awesome episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie of Your New Life Ministries. And we want to take the time to apologize for being away for so long. I believe we told you last time that we were moving and we actually did finally complete the move to Colorado Springs, and that's where we are now. And uh, it's been amazing since we've been up here. The weather is certainly different than what we're used to, but uh, this is where God called us to be. So we're going to make the best of it and continue on with what we're doing in the ministry. So this week we have Season 3, Episode 11, Rise Up from What Has Hindered You. And the three topics we're going to talk about with you today is, number one, what has hindered you. Number two, discover why behind what what the reason behind the hindrance is. And three, rise above the hindrance. In other words, how to overcome and still honor the Lord while you're going through the process of hindrance. So we're going to take time to discuss that today. And the song we're going to have planned for you today is Haven't Seen It Yet by Danny Gokey. So let's go on and start with topic number one. What has hindered you? Welcome back, everyone. We're so glad to be with you. We love coming to you each week and bringing you topics that have not only helped us, but in turn, we pass them on to you as they help us to bless you and maybe open your eyes. Even some of the tough topics, sometimes we just have to ask ourselves why and examine our hearts. And are we being close-minded? What is hindering us? And so this is why this topic is so important. And we're taking this from John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. It's a long passage, but if you'd like to follow along, please do so, because every bit of it is necessary to the meaning of the topic. So let's begin. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. And these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had already been in that condition a long time, he said, Do you want to be made well. People, I'm going to stop right there. This man is the main topic. Do you want to be made well? Are you willing to remove the pride, remove the, I think I've got this, remove that and humble yourselves and ask God, open my eyes because my perspective just might be wrong. And maybe that's what's hindering you. Just like this man. Let's go on. The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise up and take your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him who was cured, it is a Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to be, for you to carry your bed. He answered them, he who made me well said to me, take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, who is this man who said that to you? Take up your bed and walk. 
but the one who was healed did not know who it was. For Jesus had withdrawn, a multitude being in that place. After Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more, for at least a worse thing come upon you. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. That's John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. So as we go on, what has hindered you? What is hindering you? Are you doing like he's doing? Are you blaming it on everybody else and everything else? See, nine times out of ten, what is hindering us is our own selfishness, our own pity, pretty much our own problems that we have created probably is hindering us. And uh, all we have to do is change our mindset. In other words, get out of our own way and let God take the wheel. As Carrie Underwood's song says, Jesus take the wheel. But uh, sometimes we don't want to give up that control. Sometimes we don't want to give up that peace that is um, what we think is keeping us together. All we have to do is get out of our own way and let Jesus take the wheel and everything will fall right in place that it should. But it's for some reason, it's hard for us to do that. So what is your hindrance and what are the things that you're, that you're wanting the Lord to answer? Maybe you have dreams. Maybe you have a ministry uh, dream that you want to fulfill. Maybe it's a new job or a promotion within that job. Maybe you're considering a move. Issues continually arise and stop whatever progress you've made. Frustration sets in and complaining starts just like this man. I have no man. He's got two arms. I think he can make himself. I would pull myself into that water. The first thing you need to do is look at the thing that's being hindered. Ask yourself, number one, have I prayed to God about it first? Remember the story of Ruth? Naomi and Elimelech, there was a, they lived in Bethlehem, which means place of bread. And there's going to be times when the Lord is silent. And sometimes, you know, he's silent in us and there's a famine. Um, and sometimes we, we, we don't hear his presence or hear him speak to us, but sometimes he's trying to grow things within us and, and allow us to use our faith. Well, they didn't go to God in prayer before they moved to Moab. They just moved. They didn't ask. They didn't inquire of God first. They just moved. They moved to Moab, meaning, who's your daddy? They forgot who their God was, and they just moved. So you're doing something that maybe you didn't inquire of, God first? God, is this something you want me to do? Do you have a peace about it? A peace that surpasses all understanding that comes from deep within. And you know that's God when you have that kind of peace. Number two, is this something God wants for me? Back to that peace meter. Is this something that is in line with a Christian character, being a child of God? Or does, does it go against what he asks of us? Number three, if you feel at peace about it, then ask, is it the right time? To everything, there is a season and every and a time for every purpose under heaven. Ecclesiastes 3.1. And finally, number four, if you do not feel at peace, uh, maybe it's something God wants for you, or maybe he has something better. Maybe it's something he wants to give you or lead you to, but you are not ready in physical or maturity or spiritual maturity. Maybe there is, a, there is sin in your life too much to worry about or in doubt 
these things need to be dealt with and without faith in it it is impossible to please god hebrews 11:16 harboring an un- 11:6 i'm sorry and harboring unrepented sin of course will most certainly halt your progress sin alienates you from god colossians 1:21 this leads us to point number 2 number 2 discover why behind what is behind the hindrance yes start asking yourself why if you keep going around the same merry-go-round month after month year after year things start to progress and then they halt then there's got to be a reason there's got to be a reason if you keep planting apple seeds orange trees not going to grow people and that's the very definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results so be courageous and be humble enough to go to God in prayer and ask him some questions and be ready to receive the answer because you're only going to make it to and God wants to answer your prayers but there is a proper time and then sometimes you're just not either physically mature enough mentally uh, or spiritually mature enough so go to God in prayer and ask him because he wants to give you good things in the bible it says if he would not give us his son how shall he not want to give us all things so go to him in prayer and ask the why once you discovered whether what you were hoping for is something God wants for you or not then if it is being hindered you need to discover why it's being hindered or you're never going to move past it. Don't you want that hindrance removed? Take the man in our text. He'd been hindered in his condition for 38 years. He blamed his lack of being healed on not having anyone to help him. What was hindering him? Um. Well, one, beat excuses the blame game. It's everybody's fault but your own. To rely on everyone else to help move him and lack of motivation. Those are the three we can think of. It could be a lot more than that. We don't know. If we had two arms to move, he could have pulled himself into the waters if he wanted to. It had been hit bad enough. When your dreams really means a lot to you, you have to be determined enough to pursue and steadfast and not give up. Do what you can do and leave the rest to God. Exactly. So, if you have dreams, you gotta go pursue them. You gotta do them. You gotta take the leap of faith and get them done. They're just not gonna fall on your lap. And if you wanna be, if you wanna be a TV star, agents are not gonna call you. I know we're just represents you. One reason is they have no idea who you are. You gotta be discovered. You gotta go out there, and put yourself on the light. You gotta get publicists to promote you. You gotta get agents. You gotta get directors. You gotta get all those contacts in order to make something happen. And then you can't treat God like a microwave oven and put your prayers and your dreams in a microwave. Uh, uh, two minutes, Lord, please. You can't do that. It doesn't work that way because the Lord knows the end from the beginning, and He knows all the in between. He knows what's involved to give you your prayer, and He knows the proper time. You may think you're ready. But I have felt time after time after dreams that I've wanted and they took forever to happen. Then I look back and understand, oh, okay, now I know why. Because I've learned this since and I need this for this next coming uh, path that you have for me. So that's why. So we think we know it all, but we don't. 
Only God knows what's ahead of you on your path. He's been through ahead of you, it says in Deuteronomy 9, verse 3. And so he knows what's on that path and he knows the right time to give it to you. And so you also have to use patience and be steadfast. The Lord says in, in, in Isaiah, I believe it's um, 7, verse 9. It says, if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. So you have to have patience, just as much patience with him as he had with you and you coming to him in the first place. Be patient with God. He wants to answer your prayer. He's going to. But he's going to do it in a much better way than you can imagine and at the right time. So Ephesians 6, 13 says, therefore, take up the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground and having done everything. See, when you've done it all, then it's time for you to wait. Then it's time for you to stand. Stand firm. Are you making excuses like this, man? Are you blaming everything and everybody else and probably even God? Have you looked within yourself to see maybe there's something in yourself that's causing the hindrance? Maybe there's something that God doesn't want brought into this new path that's going to be a hindrance once you get there. Have you asked yourself the whys? Exactly. Have you? Nine times out of ten, the enemy is working against what's going on here, and you're letting him take thoughts put negative thoughts in your head that shouldn't have been there in the first place, that's a hindrance. Which brings me to my point, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable and always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15. So we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to play a song like I told you before, Danny Goki. Haven't you seen it yet? We'll be right back right after this. Have you been praying and you still have no answers? Have you been pouring out your heart for so many years? Have you been hoping that things would have changed by now? Have you cried all the faith you have through so many tears?
guys, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song by Danny Gozi. Haven't seen it yet. We're going to continue on with topic two. Uh, a, ask yourself what is really hindering me. Be honest, because lying to yourself will not get you unstuck. When you ask to do it, do it in prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth to you if ready for it. However, when He, the Spirit of the truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. John 16, 13. One, is there sin? Two, is there doubt and unbelief worry? Three, is it the right time? Four, is it the right path? God may and may want to answer the dream, but he may do it in a much better way. So are you asking yourself these questions? And you might even have more that you can ask yourself. Because sin is a hindrance, and sin alienates you from God. And just like he told the man, don't sin anymore or something worse might happen. So we don't know what brought him into that condition, but the Lord didn't want him to, once he was healed, sin and have something else come upon him. Is doubt and unbelief the worry? You know Jesus can, you know the Lord can, but you don't know if he wants to for you. Well, be honest with him on that. Ask him, because even the disciples prayed that. I believe it helped my unbelief. He can work with that, but be honest about it. And repent for any sin. Repent for your unbelief and your doubt and your worry. He wants to help you overcome that. He says his mercies are new every morning. It says that in Lamentations chapter 3. So go to him in prayer and ask because you don't want your, that prayer you're praying for, that promise, that dream, you don't want it hindered anymore. Well, then do what it takes. Stop trying to be in control. You're getting nowhere. Let go and let God and let God take the wheels. As Tony said, let him do it. And be open and humble enough to receive the answer from God. Because then and only then, you will be able to move forward. And he's going to do it in a much better way, probably than you could ever ask or imagine. So don't put him in a box and limit him. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all, that we can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church. And my Christ Jesus, to all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. So, when you humbly ask yourself these questions and respond to the truth, it will show progress in your spiritual break, spiritual growth. So steps to break the chains of hindrance, number one, asking the hard questions, number two, answering truthfully, number three, accept the truth, and number four, administer it, walk out what the Lord tells you and apply it to your life, listening closely to the Holy Spirit. And that brings us to our third and final topic of the show, rising above the hindrance. When you can follow these steps, you will be ready for the Lord to help you rise above and beyond what is hindering you. Know this, there that there are different seasons, and when the Lord is ready for you to move past the trials, may get may get more severe in order to uh, in order for you to become more determined to press 
for your deliverance from what is hindering you. He will inspire you. The Holy Spirit will give you inspiring thoughts to motivate you in the right direction. He will give you the word from something you see, read, or hear. It will resonate with you, uh, resonate throughout your spirit, and you will know it is meant for you. Not only, but you will suddenly discern what it means and know what to do. God will not leave you helpless and will guide you through all the truth through the, uh, the help of the Holy Spirit in order to move you past an hindrance and into the things you have been praying for. Just remember, God will always be with you. So we have found that time and time again when things that we were wanting and we are pressing hard and we were trying to be in control, it never worked. But once I just gave up gave up trying to make it happen on my own and and start believing God and start just doing the best I can with what I have where I was at, being honest with myself, asking these questions just like I've told y'all to do, things started happening. Things started happening for us. And they will for you too, God's no respecter of persons. When the trials hit and changes happen, do not allow it to frighten you, but trust God instead because maybe they're stepping stones that will help you get to where you want to be. Exactly. So what are you going to do to help, your, help you move along, move past this hindrance? Are you going to follow God or are you going to follow yourself like you've always been doing? Which brings me to my most favorite verse in the Bible. We live by faith and not by sight. What that means is we walk by faith. We walk every day. Knowing that God exists, He's not. He can't. You can't see Him, no matter how hard you try. You can't see Him, but He is always there with you, just like air. You can't see air either, but you know it's there because you're breathing. Same thing with God. You know you can't see Him, but you know He is there. When God moves, one recognize a sudden change. Two go to Him in prayer to verify. Three take action, even if it's scary. Four trust, trust, trust. We cannot stress that enough. We gotta trust. And five, be patient until the process is complete. The process can take years. We have no idea because we don't know what God's plan is for us. But just be patient and knowing that it's going to come when the time is right. And let us not go weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Galatians 6.9 Are you ready to move past your hindrance? Are you ready to get serious about what is hindering you? Are you ready to move I keep making excuses like the man in our text. The choice is yours. What will you choose? So what will you choose? What will you choose, people? That man was in his condition for 38 years. You would think by, by after the first couple, he would have gotten tired and started pulling himself over instead of waiting on somebody else. Stop waiting on somebody else to come along. God uses people all the time. But you don't want to put that control on them. You just want to put your faith and alleviate and let go of your control to God and the Holy Spirit and our Lord Jesus Christ. You want to put the control in his hands. Then he may bring somebody to you. And when he does, it's going to work out. All the pieces are just going to fit in place and it's going to flow smoothly. So that's how you know the difference when you're trying to do it and when the Lord does it. When the Lord does it, it's going to move swiftly and it's going to happen. But when you're trying to take control 
and you're trying to do it without him, that's the that's that's the thing right there is trying to do it without him. You're gonna keep finding hindrances come up in your path. God wants to bless you and he wants to give you those dreams and he wants to answer those prayers and those promises. But he wants you to do it with him as the main focus. Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to humble yourself and go to him in prayer? Are you ready to do that? Don't let it take 38 years like the man in our text. So let's pray. And I want to thank all of you, our people in Moscow, our people in Germany, and 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 our people in in Singapore, all people all over the world, and call in in United States and in Canada and in South America, in Mexico, and the Netherlands. We have listeners all over the world, and we thank God for you each and every day. So I want to go to you and go with you in prayer right now. Dear Heavenly Father, for those out there that are experiencing a hindrance, Lord, I ask that you would just gently open their eyes and speak to their hearts and say, I have something for you. I have something for you. Listen, Lord, and lead them into listening to your Holy Spirit and guide them to the answers. Guide them and lead them in the way they should go so they can move past the hindrance. Lord, if it's healing that they need, I pray for their healing. That right now, wherever they are, you touch them. If it's provision, I pray for divine appointments, Lord, to come their way that can be the hands, the heart, the feet, and the voice for your blessings and the provision that they need. Lord, if it's wisdom, I pray that you give them wisdom, God, because you say if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously. Lord. And if it's help, if it's help and it's guidance, and they've started maybe the new path, but it seems kind of overwhelming, I pray you give them peace. And if they're already going to you and give and praying to you, Lord, give them peace in the direction that you want them to go. And give them an abounding, heartfelt no that they can't miss in their spirit. If it's a direction you don't want them to go. And let them know the difference. Give them discernment. I thank you for all that you do. And God bless each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And uh, if you like the show a lot, just let us know in the comment section on our website at yournewlifeministries.org. Tell us, tell us that uh, you listen to our uh, podcast and you love every minute of it. And just want to keep you all in mind that uh, Sandy, our your new life ministry, very own Sandy, has a big radio tour coming up on November seventeenth through Fox Network. So don't forget to check that out. Everywhere you can listen to Fox, you're going to hear her and let her talk about her new book, Deep Waters Within, and how it's going to be in our Pure Flix series. So check that out on November seventeenth, and also on the twenty-first, she's got a local radio interview with. KXYL in Brownwood, Texas. So check that out too. And also, just don't forget that we do, we are in the process of making this Deep Waters uh, book into a series to be premiered on PureFlix or any other Christian website. So please don't forget to help us out with that with our GoFundMe. You can find it on GoFundMe.com. It's called Deep Waters Within, Make It into the TV series. And also, she's got a, a couple of new blogs that's going to be posted up on. Uh, 
um, New Age Mama blog and the, um, what is the other blog? Motherhood Moments. Motherhood Moments blog. So check that out too. And just, we got a bunch of things coming up with Your New Life Ministry. So don't forget to sign up for our newsletter on yournewlifeministries.org. Check out our website today. All right, talk to you later, guys. And you know you got this when you let God lead the way. Thank you very much. Goodbye.